0: Well, in, in that, in that uh, eco-friendly uh, environment, uh, industry, um, uh, sustainability industry, and so on, um, for me, the, the biggest myth is that we, we don't need to incentivize people for doing eco-friendly gestures it's because it should be automatic, it's good for the planet, and so on. Mm. Um, when I look around, it's a failure. Because if it was, if the motto, I do it because it's good for the planet, uh, was enough, we will have no littering, no pollution, you know, it would be a green place and so on, and we won't have a problem of impact and, and sustainability, and so on. So just believing that we don't need to, uh, for me, it's, 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 it's a myth. It's, it's We need also to find ways.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Expert. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's grown several startups into seven and eight-figure businesses, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where he helps startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. If you ever need help with yours, just go to strategymeeting.com, grab some time with us to chat, and we're always here to help. Now, today, we've got another great guest on the podcast, Eric Schaffner. And uh, Eric, we're going to be talking about a few things, including uh, how to go about to engaging people. Um, how you can uh, leverage and use the uh, the blockchain within your business. Um, also dealing a little bit uh, with uh, litter and uh, pollution, and uh, and also being uh, a Swiss knife as uh, or, as as part of uh, being uh, doing a startup. So it should be uh, for some uh, great points of conversation. And with that much as an introduction, welcome on the podcast, Eric.
0: Absolutely, thanks for having me here. Was a pleasure.
1: Absolutely. Excited to have you on. So now before we dive into some of the the topics at hand, um, you know, for just as a quick reminder for the audience. So Eric was a a guest on our sister podcast, The Inventive uh, Journey. So if you haven't uh, caught uh, Eric's uh, full episode, uh, definitely go uh, make sure to catch uh, that or his journey there. But for those that haven't had a chance to uh, catch that episode yet, give uh, everybody just a quick one or two minute uh, introduction to yourself.
0: Yeah, well, it's very simple. I, I come from the packaging industry. I worked many years uh, in a in group that supply uh, plastic bottles, amongst others, uh, complete lines and so on. And then um, I moved to the, the the entrepreneurship a couple of years ago to create uh, Z Loop, which is. Uh, Uh, a reward platform uh, to incentivize people uh, for practicing uh, um, uh, eco-friendly gestures and uh, we have our own mobile application that incentivizes people for returning used plastic bottles because as you have noticed uh, we are unfortunately uh, submerged by uh, littering uh, all over the place.
1: No, sounds like it's been a good journey and that was a great introduction. So now so with that, now as we dive into a, a few of the topics at hand, one of the, the things that uh, we talked a little bit about before and in, in no particular order but was, you know, I think that you guys uh, leverage and use uh, the, the blockchain as well as, um, um, you know, going about and in, uh, in helping out or helping others understand how you do that. So walk us through a little bit, maybe as a really quick uh, overview. So help us understand a little bit more what is the blockchain and then how uh, businesses can go about u- or leveraging it and using it.
0: Yeah, so, uh, well, if we want to go just in the overall definition, blockchain is a decentralized ledger of, uh, of, of transactions uh, that can be used in, uh, in many applications, whether, uh, whether it's for traceability purposes, whether it's for transactions. Uh, um, the most famous blockchain today is the Bitcoin People associate that to, to a cryptocurrency, but it's a blockchain on its own, uh, but it can be for uh, for finance, it can be just for uh, for uh, uh, trace, um, uh, tracing um, uh, performance or data and so on that we want to record in a uh, in an immutable way, uh, very difficult to crack. It's uh, is uh, scripted uh, every time there's a, a, a transaction, and it's decentralized, which is the the main uh, why we have a main benefit is that it's not like uh, most of the, the 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 things we do like. You know, when you take your credit card, it goes to a centralized server, and all the calculation, all the things are done super fast. But nobody has a control on that, unless uh, just the owner of of that central organization. Uh, on the blockchain, it's decentralized. Uh, there is a, a chain of people and and systems that will validate uh, things, and that is where uh, there's a lot of attraction for, uh, to that because that uh, freedom uh, of 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 uh, Doing things gives a lot of possibilities.
1: No, it sounds like it. Uh, you know, introduces a lot of uh, options and opportunities. Now, maybe walk us through just as an example. You know, how have you guys leveraged your integrated uh, blockchain within your business, or kind of what's uh, one of the ways that uh, you can use that? Because I think yeah. everybody, to your point, is kind of you know the main time that they hear it is when you hear come up with cryptocurrency or you know Bitcoin or something of that nature. But how have you guys uh, utilized it or leveraged it as well?
0: Yeah. So um, in the in the categories, uh, you know, you have a, you have a different type of of tokens. So we are using a, a utility token. So uh, uh, a coin that it has a value because it's in a ecosystem and it represents uh, a, a utility. To use um, people sometimes are a bit skeptical about blockchain because there is also misuse because it's not controlled. So you have also people that put up the, the the purpose. As the blockchain, instead of using that as a tool. So in our case, um, we have developed a reward engine that has the the capability to automatically uh, create a blockchain account for uh, for uh, for an individual, and after to manage automatically all the transactions with that uh, that reward engine uh, that serves as a platform. And for instance, in our mobile application, where we reward people for um, bringing used plastic bottles off or for uh, doing clean walks and and collecting trash and and then they earn our token on steps the the reward engine acts as as a, a backup system so when we validate something in the back end of the app it automatically triggers once it's validated the transaction in the reward engine the benefit is that we have that kind of all the benefit of the blockchain, which is traceability, transparency also, because you can check the, the, the ledger uh, on, on the different we are on Binance Smart Chain. You can change and check all the transactions so you can't fake, you know, and say, hey, we have so millions of bottles collected and so on. Um, and 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 we bring that allow us to bring the value to the stakeholders. Or everybody who performs a gesture has access to that value. Um, uh, so, and, but we made it very simple uh, when you enter in the app, and that is very really the difference with many solutions uh, for those who have practiced a bit the use of uh, utility token, cryptocurrencies and so on, you have to register an account, you have to get a KYC, you have to get a wallet, you have to understand quite a fair things, and you are quite alone also to create all, all that. When you download, for instance, our app or other apps that we have developed for, for other businesses, uh, the, the user just registers as a normal process for when you register to an app or to an app, uh, uh, you put your name, your, your Google ID, Facebook ID, or whatever. Um, and then you have your your, your your account created in the app at the same time automatically we have created the blockchain wallet hmm.
1: now it sounds like bar to maybe uh, summarize that or distill down to at least to my level you know what it, a lot of times if you're looking to provide uh, transparency and a bit more accountability to your business blockchain can be a, a great uh, avenue to do that because you can people can uh, more more easily understand where or what or what's go, what's occurring you know how many or transactions are going on. How many users there are, or otherwise, give that t- transparency that oftentimes isn't isn't there with um, with a lot of other um, systems that are in place. 30. Now, shifting gears just a little bit, because one of the other uh, things that you guys are, are certainly passionate about and uh, and uh, deal with on a, a regular basis is uh, the idea of you know litter and pollution and how you go about maybe reducing that or addressing that issue and so walk us through a little bit on any thoughts on you know if people how you know people and businesses how they might uh, go about uh, contributing to the the reduction of uh, litter and pollution
0: yeah so um you know we we when we looked at around us and we see a lot of trash plastic bottles but not only you have cans you have paper and so on uh we were reflecting on that and say why why is it like that so and I always ask the question: Would you litter with gold? And what is the difference with that? You don't litter with gold. You do. We do litter with other things. And the the why the reason is simple: it has no value. If it had value, you would not litter. And that is why we thought: Hey, we have to create something that will give value to the to the waste. So. People stop start to realize that it's a resource and not a waste, and so we use the blockchain and the, the, the element to create that value. Um, and how how we approach to that is uh, on the application. First, we try to do our best uh, to improve our uh, app all the time. But it's it's very simple. Um, anywhere in the world, you download the app, you you map. Uh, bins, existing network of of bins, point of collection where you can drop plastic bottles and so on. Take a picture of the bin upload in the system. We validate. Once it's validated within 24 hours, every time you go to that bin with bottles, you just take a picture of the the bottles 1 to 10 or in bulk. Then we process that in the system. We check the quantities, validate what you have declared. And then in return, you have automatically echo rewards the token uh in your wallet when you are in place or even if you are not in the place, where, wherever you are you, there you don't even don't need an infrastructure you see trash on the litter or in um, nature and so on you go for a walk you register for the for the for a duration 15 minutes half an hour one hour walk collect trash at the end of the the session picture of your trash we validate that yes you do have collected trash and then you are rewarded for all the steps you have done during the walk and you earn echo reward so this way is very simple to to use and it's very versatile it's universal you can do that anywhere you you, you go and then with these eco-rewards, you can then, after Redeem, you have a marketplace where you have discount vouchers, or for the more tech savvy, uh, they can send their eco-rewards to their private wallet, and then they can trade it against US dollar digital. So very simple. And it's how we create value, you know, simple as that. And and, and as an illustration, um some of our partners in the marketplace—they give these discount vouchers. That if you translate the benefit, it's like if they were giving you a purchasing power of uh, 50 cents per bottle, which is a world record. So it's like a consignment, but it's it's decentralized and it's just uh, private. It's not you know you you put the money in and then get it back if you if you bring in the, the the container uh, at the, the collection station. No, I
1: think that's a great way. And I like the, you know, kind of the takeaway, you know, to your point, people wouldn't be throwing away gold because it has value to them or they wouldn't be littering or causing the pollution. And yet when you have something that has minimal or no value that in, or creates that issue. And so, you know, tackling that problem with the ability to, you know, create that value or to, or make it uh, worthwhile for, for individuals. Um, is a, a much better approach than you know, just kind of lecturing people or otherwise telling people what they should or shouldn't do, but incentivizing them to do that. Now, as you guys have uh, started to go about doing that, and I think you know, at a broader level, one of the things that we talked a little bit about beforehand was you know, as you're doing a startup, as you're doing a small business, you have to be a Swiss Army knife. So in other words, you have to be able to do a lot of different things, and even if you're not an expert or perfect in it, any given thing. Just by the nature of not having you know unlimited funds and a huge team and all the people you want to hire all the at once, you have to be able to have that flexibility. So kind of walks you a little bit. How do you go about as you're getting or as you were getting started but even and the thoughts on guidance on other startups as to how you go about being that Swiss Army knife for the business?
0: Well, I think it's it's a must you have to be. Uh, I think it's a, we say it's a it's a survival a Swiss knife. Uh, if you don't, uh, anyway, uh, well, uh, unless you have you have the you are blessed and, and you get you raise on the idea. Some some startup managed to raise uh, quite a, quite a large amount of money just based on the idea, and then uh, can burn uh, burn fast uh, and don't need maybe to go to that Swiss knife uh, too fast. But the success ratio is also with probably lower also. <laughs> um, uh, so, if, if you, you want to retain a bit, uh, the, the ownership and, 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 you know, not dilute too much for the investors and so on, uh, and not to burn too much and so on, then, uh, yeah, the, the Swiss knife is, 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 is necessary. And for the product, it, it also becomes a necessity, uh, you know, like our app is to demonstrate the capability on, on the literary side, but we provide the reward engine as a platform uh, for other uh, businesses that have an eco-friendly sh- uh, solutions and they would like to jump on that Web three solution plus the capability of incentivizing individuals. There, they can be uh, directly uh, plugged uh, on it uh, for uh, for um, uh, for to get all those benefits and enjoy the common uh, element uh so um so um uh the same the same utility token so their user will enjoy the same uh, the benefits in their solution plus the benefit they have in z loop on any other application that use the same reward engine hmm.
1: no it makes sense and so now walk us through because you know i i assume based on how you talk in our, our previous conversation that as you got started, you had to be that Swiss Army knife. So how did you, you know, there's a difference between, hey, you have to do it versus you figuring it out. In other words, just because you have to do it, you still have to go through the exercise of getting an understanding. How do I do marketing or sales? Or how do I build a product? Or how do I do, or do engineering? Or how do I do the software side? Or how do I do the payroll? Or how do I do the taxes? And all of those things that are demand. And so how did you go about, you know, figuring those things out? Or, you know, kind of what was the process to you at least get a, a, a base level of, of skill within those areas that allowed you to, to be that Swiss Army knife for the business.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's like a uh, you know a, a coach uh, that builds a, a team and that will analyze his team and say okay this one is good at at attacking the other guy is good at defending and so on and you place your 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 players in the team accordingly and you try here you map your your competence and say okay I'm strong here I'm not strong at that. I'm very bad at that, or I don't like to do that, you know, uh, because there's also things. You know, we also tend usually to to do more things on things we like and less and push aside the things we don't like, uh, which it, it's uh, it, it's it's not sustainable. Eventually, you have everything has to be done. So if you feel appetite on one things, you have to just map it and say, okay, for that I need someone. So after is whether. Um, you can't become the expert. Even if you're the Swiss knife, you, you start to have different blades on the things, but some of the blades you can borrow borrow from someone else. Uh, so it can be a freelancer, it can be a, a third party, it can be advisors and so on, but build build the team so you fill the, the holes on, on the organization uh, that uh, in, in a flexible ways because the workload doesn't justify always to have a full-time uh, presents on a specific uh, topic. You know, our accounting, for instance, is outsourced. Um, we don't have a, too many lines of transactions, so it's quite easy to to get that. Uh, um, and then, uh, yeah, sometimes we have some 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 missions where we'll get a, a resource for that. But then the, the Swissnet capability is more to be able, to, at least, to discuss and to specify what what we want uh to those who will uh, fill the fill the the, the the gap
1: no makes that makes perfect sense now to follow that up because i think one especially within the area of you know or solving the or litter pollution and those type of things one of the things you have to be able to do is to engage people and you know help them understand hey we're not just out here to, to lecture you about you know you should be a good actor not that people shouldn't be good actors but how way we've got a you know a unique or innovative way that we're going out about uh, addressing this and oftentimes people have you know been or uh, hounded for so long that they kind of turn off or they don't listen so how do you how do you go about kind of engaging people on a, a topic when you're trying to teach them hey we have a different approach different way of doing this and that will actually work to solve the problem kind of thoughts on how you as a generally go about as a business uh, engaging people
0: um that is a constant uh, challenge i would say uh especially when when you have an app as a support a retention uh we put that a bit to side of the table because uh, uh, you have a, a growth where you say, okay, acquisition brings more people than lose than we we lose some, uh, but uh, acquisition has a cost, so it's good to to make sure that we retain. So, um, listening to the community, uh, to the user, uh, getting their their feedback, um, getting growing that community. We are playing on different social media. Uh, to be visible enough, uh, and we do some 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 uh, some marketing, uh, not using a chatbot, which uh, allows also to have some 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 feedback, collect a bit faster some some feedback, um, and after uh, we have to sort because uh, you know the feedback uh, first we the first level is. Fix the bug uh, at least so that people enjoy smooth and uh, engaging and so on. Um, we also try to play with different lever leverage on 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 the app uh, uh, we spoke about the reward, uh, systematic reward, but there's also uh, challenges where we can push on the the, the some people like to compete, so there' something for them. Uh, we have a dashboard where they can share their uh, impact and uh, compare that to to uh, equivalence uh, in producing eggs. Fun stuff. We found some fun uh, uh, translation that illustrates a bit what you reduce as an impact in recycling versus uh, what will it take as an impact to produce uh, meat or eggs and light bulbs and so on um they can share their performance to to friends so on. Well. so there's also that social recognitions um that is so we try to, to play because yeah marketing uh gurus will tell you uh, you have to segment your you have to have a persona for uh, your users and you have to segment and so on but yeah you can direct a bit your communication channel and so on but Uh, social media is so wide and so on, you know, you have a nest and you don't really know all the fish that you catch and of course you will have diversity, so some people are more attracted to, hey I do it because it's good for the planet, some people say I do it because I want to learn uh, I want to play, I want to find fun and so on, so we try to to gather the, the different profiles
1: Mm-hmm. No, makes makes perfect sense. Now, how often you know, so as you're engaging people and you walk through kind of a lot of different ways, you know, kind of on on what frequency or or you know how how often do you to work to engage people? Is it on a daily basis, monthly basis, yearly basis? You know, as you're trying to keep people as you're trying to solve this problem and keep people engaged so they continue to use your product? How do you kind of go about um, you know do, or engaging them and on and on, on what level or what frequency?
0: Um, well, I, I would say uh, well, we, we do have spontaneous feedback from, from users because they have a problem or they, they want to understand something and so on. So that, that gives us an opportunity, uh touch point. We do also uh, bi-weekly, uh, bi-weekly uh, mailing uh, where sometimes we ask questions and surveys and we did also some surveys we have. Um, so in frequency, I will say, if we an average of twice a month, after um, we because we still have a light, I, I think it could be good to do even more, you know, and get focus groups and get. After it's also a, a lot of resources. Uh, we, we are still a small team, so uh, it, it, it it can take time uh, to to collect those feedbacks and so on to to observe and translate in development. Uh, it's no point to collect information, you know, uh, measure, 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 but if you don't do anything about it, there's no point. We also know that you will be a bit limited. We have a roadmap on development. Some of the development are even not uh, uh, user-facing uh, currently. We are working more on the platform side, which is, I would say, completely transparent for a, a user uh, his experience will not change at all. There's more our capability to host more solutions on the platform. That takes, at the moment, the bandwidth of our tech team. Uh, even if we come with new ideas and new things to improve the app or, or bring some new experiences, we won't be able to deliver. So it's no point also to over-collect because I will just extend my roadmap by two, three more years, but uh, <laughs> I won't deliver. So it's, it's also a balance of, you know, um, uh, we we know we could do always better and do more, but we also have to refrain. And sometimes, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, for the, uh, the, 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 the guidance of, 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 of the idea of the movement and so on, uh, you have also to be back to basis is, uh, do I do that? Is there return on investment because it's a company and uh, uh, we are not philanthropic and we don't have the the, the finance uh, base to just say, okay, we just do that for the exclusive benefit of, of the user experience and so on. We have also sometimes to, to say, well, I do that because it can generate an additional business or some revenues uh, um, and that becomes a priority.
1: Awesome. Well, makes uh, makes perfect sense, and a lot of uh, great pieces of advice and uh, great guidance. So, well, now is uh, our time is already flying, or flown by, and we're already reaching towards the end of the podcast. I always like to mm-hmm. uh or, or end or end off right. with the, the same question, so we're going to jump to that now. So, the question I would like to ask for the inventive expert is uh, within your industry, what is the biggest myth, and why is it wrong?
0: Well, in in that in that uh eco-friendly uh, environment uh, industry, um, uh, sustainability industry and so on. Um, for me the, the biggest myth is that we we don't need to incentivize people for doing eco-friendly gestures it's because it should be automatic, it's good for the planet and so on. Mm. Um, when I look around, it's a failure because if it was if the motto I do it because it's good for the planet, uh was enough we will have no littering no pollution you know it would be a green place and so on and we won't have a problem of impact and, and sustainability and so on so just believing that we don't need to uh for me it's, it's 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 a myth. it's it's we need also to find ways and when you look at the way we've been educated from from rule from babyhood, uh, if, if you said that in English, uh, you say, you know, you get, you do something good, you have a smile as a reward, you have a gift and so on. You do something wrong, you have a punishment or or uh, uh, the, the person, your father, parents are angry and so on. So there's no thing. And then when you come to uh, eco-friendliness is, well, you don't define them. We find it's easy to find. And you have a lot of system where you say if you don't place that, you will have a fine or you will pay more and so on. But if you do something well, it's normal. It's granted. Why? Why certainly on that segment, that uh, dichotomy between good and good and, and, and wrong and reward and and, uh, and punishment uh the stick and the carrot has disappeared uh, on 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 that section and for me it's really something that we should uh, crack there is not only one way i believe that uh, yes in some uh, putting fines in some and some, boundaries is important but also acknowledge when people do good uh, is also something uh, very powerful mm.
1: no i think that's uh, definitely a great method to well in a great, great takeaway. and i mean i think that way hit on is, you know, at at the heart, not in the, by any means a bad way, but people, you know, at their heart are are self-centered. In other words, it's what is it in, what is it in for me? Why should I care about this? And if it's a cause that you care about, then you're going to do it naturally. If it's not a cause that you care about, but there's an incentive that uh, is beneficial to you, you'll still do it. And so I think taking the approach of, hey, this isn't going to be a cause that's at the core of everybody's heart, but we still want everybody to be incentivized to do it is a great uh, way to go about approaching it. And that it dispels that myth that all you have to do is, you know, t- or tell people that it's a cause that they should care about. So I think that's uh, definitely a great piece of advice and a great takeaway. Well, now as, uh, as we uh, do wrap up the episode, if people want to reach out to you, they want to be a customer, they want to be a client, they want to be an employee, they want to be an investor, they want to be your next best friend, any or all of the above, what's the best way to reach out to you, contact you, find out more.
0: Yeah, uh, well, that's what you see on on my uh, on my name uh, www.eric.s360.com. Uh, you will have then access to uh, different contents about our app or platform, uh, how to contact me to book an appointment directly, and so on. Uh, very easy and smooth.
1: Awesome. Well, I definitely encourage people to reach out, make a new connection, support a great business. If nothing else, uh, make a new best friend. So with that, thank you again, Eric, for coming on the podcast.
0: Thanks a lot, it's, been, David. it's
1: been a pleasure. Yeah. Now for all of you that are listening out there, yep. if you, have your own, if you have your own journey to share and you'd like to be a guest on the podcast. We'd love to have you. So just reach out to us and go to inventiveguest.com. A couple more things as listeners, make sure to click share, subscribe, and leave us a review really helped us to reach even more startups and small businesses to help them along their journey to success and to share this expertise with them. And on that note, if along your journey, you have need help with patents or trademarks or anything else with your startup, your small business, just go to strategymeeting.com, grab some time with us to chat. and We're always here to help. Well, thank you again, Eric, for coming on the podcast and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Absolutely.
0: Thank you. I'm looking forward to see you again. Hi everyone, thank you for joining our podcast.